You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 80 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm your host, Mary, and I'm flying solo this week. Jamie's away at a conference, so I'm taking my turn at the mic. I have to say, it's really it's really kind of strange to talk to yourself. Well, I'm not talking to myself, I'm talking to you. But as I record, <laughs> there's no one responding to me. <laughs> so it feels like I'm talking to myself. I actually tried to practice the other day you know, being an overachiever and everything. And I played the clip for my husband and he was like, who is that? (laughs) He was like, that's not you. You're sounding like a robot. And he was totally right. Um, (laughs) But I said, okay, good. Well, good thing I'm going to practice. So maybe it can be a little more interesting and not as robotic by the time I actually fully record. And then my daughters, they're in a zombie and robot phase right now. I'm not quite sure how they got into it. But as soon as they heard him talking about being a robot, they started to walk around the house and pretend that they were robots and zombies with their arms out, their eyes big, and saying, I'm a robot. (laughs) That's not the point of today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk to you about lessons from corporate that are helpful for every entrepreneur. Corporate really gets a bad rap sometimes, I think. I mean, there are things that come up that can be looked at negatively, but there's a lot about it that's good and that's helpful to know in entrepreneurship and can really help you to be successful in your business. And also, if you consider the point that one day you may even want to build your business to the point where it's a larger corporation. So then you'll find yourself in the shoes of corporate. Part of my story is that I worked in pharmaceutical manufacturing for about 14 years before I left to build brief transitions full-time. Leaving corporate was a really big decision for me. I mean, I think it is for a lot of people, but I definitely, it it was a just, yeah, I don't know how else to say it. It was a big decision um, for many, many reasons. What I learned throughout my corporate life and career has definitely helped me with what I do now and how I run my business now. 
as part of the Transitions Collective, the, over the last couple of years, I've been interviewing women that have left corporate to build their own businesses. And at the end, at the end of each interview, I actually, I ask them which skill from corporate has helped the most as an entrepreneur. If you don't know this by now, I happen to be someone that's a huge believer in supporting each other, supporting other people on their journeys. It's part of what the Transitions Collective is completely built upon as a foundation. So I thought I'd highlight some of those women here and some of the lessons that they've shared. So let's dive right into the lessons. The first one, keep business hours. So this came from Alexis Hasselberger. She's a productivity, time management, and efficiency expert. We talked about what you can do to keep a schedule. In corporate, it's a lot easier sometimes to to say, okay, I'm clocking in, I'm clocking out, that's the end of the day, because you feel like your life is more at home with your family and doing other things. Well, when it's your own business, it can be a little bit harder to see it that way because, well, one, you, you probably have more on the line because you're doing this for yourself and you have to sustain it for yourself and your family. But also, more than likely, you're working on something that you're really passionate about and that you love. So it's harder to create some of those boundaries. So Alexis and I talked about what it looks like for her. For example, she finishes the work day at a set time. So she has her day, her hours for the day, and then she stops. She doesn't work at night and she doesn't work on weekends. She also doesn't check her email at night or on weekends. So she really tries to, she really tries to keep it into the construct of a business day that you would have in a corporate environment. And I think that's something that we can all keep in mind. It's definitely something I, yeah, I've struggled with it too. I was going to say also though, for building brief transitions, when it was a side hustle, you kind of have to work nights and weekends, right? But as I switched over to having it be my full-time job, it was harder to do that because I was so used to working at night at night and on the weekends that I just kept thinking, okay, there's one more thing. I need to get one more thing done. Oh, I just want to finish this, you know? And really, there's always one more thing. <laughs> there's always something else to do. So try to keep to some type of schedule and know what your boundaries are. Okay, the next lesson. You still have your network. So this came from Erin Halper. She founded The Upside, which is a community for best-in-class independent consultants. We talked a lot about the fact that your, your connections don't go away when you leave corporate, regardless of what you're doing next. Okay, she happens to work with consultants, so they're still also in the corporate world, but it really applies to anybody. If you've had a career in corporate and you're moving over to owning your own business, those people come with you in some ways, you know, there's still a thread in your full career. You don't turn off corporate and turn on entrepreneurship. What have you done with past connections? Do you keep in touch with people that you've been connected to in the past? Where are those contacts? How are you speaking with them? Do you check in with them at all? And Erin specifically also talked about having a reputation where people are willing to open their door for you. So when you do have your business and you want to check back in and say, hey, this is what I'm up to now. People know your work already. It's the like, know, and trust 
factors. And then you can have those doors open to you for more opportunities in whatever you're doing at the moment. Now, for me, with brief transitions, you know, I'm not necessarily going to corporate my old corporate contacts to talk to them about postpartum mesh underwear, (laughs) but I do do corporate consulting. And for that, I'm able to tell them, Hey, you know, I've moved on from my last position. I'm now an independent consultant working on X, Y, Z. If you ever know anybody that needs anything, please let me know. Also reaching out and asking people how you can help them based on what you're doing now. So just keeping those doors open different ways And knowing that you have those contacts for your future. Okay, next lesson. Be professional. Please. (laughs) I added the please. This lesson is from Ashley Feinstein-Gerstley. She's the founder of The Fiscal Femme, which aims to end inequality through financial well-being. And she's the author of The 30-Day Money Cleanse. She used to be in investment banking. And we talked a lot about just the corporate environment in general in terms of professionalism, how you write emails, how you dress, how you approach people and greet people, all of those different things, how that all stands for you and your brand. When you think about things, even like writing emails, this might be a pet peeve of mine. So maybe that's why I'm picking this one. You know, I've received emails with the whole email is in the subject line. I've received emails with lots of exclamation points, all kinds of things. And, you know, when you're doing business, that seems almost, it just seems very informal. (laughs) So we talked about being professional, not saying that you have to be stuffy or anything like that, but really just you are the face of your brand in whatever you do. So how can you show that and be treating yourself, again, like a corporation in some ways? You know, you want people to take you seriously. So how do you present yourself? And how do people see that? Okay, the next lessons, the next few lessons are all in the mindset category. The first one is to trust your gut. So I talked with Amber De La Garza, who's a productivity coach, trainer, speaker, writer, and the host of the Productivity Straight Talk podcast. And Amber and I talked about when you have conflict in a role. So in her situation, she had Once she decided and she got the entrepreneurial bug in her, she kept coming up against obstacles and against conflict. And she had to eventually decide, you know, what am I going to do with this? And is this the time for me to leave? And really what she said it came down to was trusting her gut to make the next move for herself. We've talked about trusting your gut on here. Jamie's a huge believer in it. It's really what I think is the most woo and spiritual about her, but that will change eventually. Um, and, and really we just talked about listening to yourself. I think a lot in entrepreneurship, you have to be comfortable listening to yourself. And if you're not, you'll start to get comfortable pretty quickly because if you're not listening to yourself, what direction are you going and what direction are you taking your company? So trusting your gut and listening to that is really important. Another aspect and another lesson is to stay positive. So Amanda Berlin, who is a media and public relations strategist and host of the Empowered Publicity Podcast, talked a lot about this because she had a difficult situation in in her corporate job where she eventually decided that 
and I, I love the phrase she used, she decided that she had to be the light and see the positive side of things. Because if she was going to be able to last in that situation and endure what she was going through, something needed to change and it needed to change with her. I think for, I mean, for sure, as entrepreneurs, this happens a lot too. You know, there are a lot of hard days, especially at any stage, I think there are hard days. So how do you stay positive and what can you do to get yourself through that? And I think, you know, keeping that mindset and keeping keeping the positivity there is really important to be able to have the longevity that you want for yourself and for your business. The next lesson, don't do it all yourself. This is from Alyssa Weinzimmer, who is a voice and presence coach. She's the founder of Voice Body Connection and host of the Speak Your Truth podcast. We talked about, so Alyssa has a little bit of a twist because she wasn't in corporate. She came from the arts world to being an entrepreneur, and she actually works with a lot of corporate clients now. So for her, we talked about, well, she said that at a point, you know, she realized corporations are basically just groups of people that work together on projects. So a big thing for her was don't do everything yourself. You need to leverage other people and ask for help when you need it because solopreneurship can be really isolating. I'm super passionate about this topic too, especially again for the Transitions Collective. But when you're starting out in your business, you're going to have to do a lot of things yourself. You're going to wear many hats. But as you start to try to grow and expand, you're going to need to work with other people. And so how can you do that? And just keeping in mind that you don't have to do it all yourself. So don't try to do it all yourself. It's not sustainable in the long run. I wanted to close with my own lesson. One of my one of my biggest lessons from corporate, I think that definitely... I remind myself of from time to time as I have my own business. And that is to be willing to take risks and venture into the unknown. I think, you know, there's so many things that can be really scary about entrepreneurship and having your own business. And this is something that I learned actually in corporate. So during my corporate career, I was offered to go on a temporary assignment and relocate to Brussels, Belgium. And I I ended up living there for for two years, almost two years. I didn't know anyone in Belgium when they asked me to go. I didn't speak any of the three official languages of Belgium. Yes, they have three, and none of them are English. Um, But I went anyway because I thought it would be a great opportunity to learn something new, to experience something different. And I knew if I, if I passed it up, I would just, I would regret it later. And I didn't want to regret. So I went, I, I packed up two suitcases and moved there. Um, like I said, for a couple years and, you know, the beginning was really stressful and it, you know, I, I mean, I learned so many things, but I also had to adapt to new things and be really willing to be open and willing to learn those new things. And it paid off in a lot of different ways. 
after the assignment, um, I got a promotion when I came back to the U.S. I also met my husband while I was there, so that was a bonus. He moved to the U.S. though, of course, because that's where we are now. But it's really about just doing the thing that seems scary and learning and living through it and then doing the next thing that seems big and scary. I think it's a really important part of a really important part of life and yeah, it's been a big a big lesson and a big experience for me that I've been using and reminding myself of when I might get, you know, nervous about something else that I'm doing. I'd love to hear from you. Did you leave a corporate job? If you did, what was your biggest lesson? Even if you didn't work in corporate before, what do you think has helped you the most as an entrepreneur? If you aren't in the HQ, join us. That's our Fearless Business Podcast HQ Facebook group. I'll link it in the show notes. And do you like the solo episodes? Let us know that too. Are there any topics that you want us to cover? Let us know that too. Any feedback is appreciated. I'm also going to link in the show notes all of the businesses that I mentioned in this episode. They're really incredible, so please check them out. I've talked to so, so, so many incredible entrepreneurs, and I feel lucky to know them. And until next week, have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.